Hello and welcome to the eGathering podcast. Hey, this is the conversation uh, where we get together uh, once a week uh, and uh, give or take, and we discuss matters of our faith, uh, matters of our religion, um, stuff in our life. This is just a conversation. Um, there's a spot that we felt like needed to be filled uh, in the podcast world, and that was just talking about. Um, uh, matters of the of the christian faith um this is rick coop uh, and i am todd brown and uh, you are welcome to just join us for this conversation today hey if uh if you if you see something or hear something which i bet you're going to today uh that you disagree (laughs) with or agree with or have a different opinion we'd sure love to hear about it um we are not here uh pretending like we uh, know all this stuff and we know everything uh we're really here uh, to start a conversation yeah. in your world, right? So uh, Rick brought something up to me about, um, a while back, and we thought we'd talk about that today. Yeah, and it's got to do with if Jesus had not come 2,000 years ago mm-hmm. and he came today, would we recognize him? Yeah. And my train of thought was that was that the, the religious leaders of the time, uh, they didn't all recognized who he was some Mm -hmm. did you know a few did but not the the bulk did not um and so what i wondered is would we recognize jesus today so that's kind of why i came to you about that yeah yeah my overly literal brain today yeah uh, (laughs) Because of some of the events in my life, <laughs> yeah, went. Uh, what? What? What would it? What would it really? The other question that I think creeps around that there's a million questions that come around that. Yeah. Would we recognize Jesus today if he yeah. came? If he came, like if the first coming <laughs> was now, right? Right, the first coming. Yeah. yeah. So then I got to get in my little time machine and go. Jesus of Nazareth. Like him or don't like him, believe in him or don't believe in him, changed the world, changed the people of earth more than Mm -hmm. any other human in history. Mm -hmm. It's undeniable. The way that he changed humanity. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's say that he was just an itinerant preacher who kind of went off the rails and mm-hmm. pretended to be who he was, who he says he was, mm-hmm. and that his followers pushed that out farther and farther, and then they happened to, to touch people who were involved in a lot of different, very powerful ways, and so it went way beyond mm-hmm. what a lot of other thoughts have done. Um, if you don't believe, him, believe in him as the Son of God, as God incarnate, walking this planet what are you getting at Todd if you don't if even if you don't believe that what you have to believe is that that today is very different mm-hmm. if Jesus had not been when he was yes then so um, maybe food for another conversation but what is Jesus' influence in the world? And really, well, all that to say this, would we recognize Jesus if he came 
in 2024 instead of coming in zero. Right, right. <laughs> Give or take a year or two. And, I mean, uh, the Christian faith would not exist. Mm -mm. So the people who, are, we who are speaking right now would not be Christians because there would not nope. be Christians. Right. We also would not be Jews because we're nasty old we're Gentiles. Gentiles. Right. Yeah. So um, his influence on eth the, the ethics and morals mm -hmm. of humanity, um, this idea of loving your enemy, uh, this idea of turning the other cheek, being compassionate mm -hmm. to, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't think we would be in a spot where the biggest monkey wins because I think there still would have been the influence of God. Mm -hmm. uh, there still would have been the influence of, of, of other things. So I don't know that we would be in. But, but would we even be in a position? Um, so now we get in our little time machine and we, we go back uh, or, mm -hmm. or we go to this time that we are in now and we say, so we have to kind of leave that alone because we could spend four days on, yeah. on without the influence of Jesus Christ, would the world even be what it is today? Well, it's clearly not. Mm -hmm. Even Good, bad, or indifferent, it wouldn't be the same as it is today. But let's assume that it is like it is today. That's fine. Let's do that. That was a mouthful. Well, it is, but that's the that's the trail that I know. Yeah. I know there's at least one other geek out there like me who, as soon as we said, would we recognize Jesus first coming? Yeah. If he, if he came today, so I want, we can start there. I think this progresses. Yeah. It's it's a bigger conversation than we're probably going to have today. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially but, with ADHD boy over yeah. here. <laughs> I'm going to be but, all over the place. But um, I think to boil it down to the it, its smallest package today, mm -hmm. um, and what got me started on the train of thought was there are so many people. Okay, so if you go back to the religious leaders at the time, they had all the prophecies laid out for them. Yeah. I mean, they were studying the scripture. Mm -hmm. They were, you know, the, 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 the priests, the scribes, the, they, they were all studying to the point where at any point in time they could drop a scripture. You know? And they wanted him. Yeah. And they, and they did. They were longing really for him. Really bad. But so many of them missed the point. And part of the reason I believe that they missed the point is that they were looking for someone to match their lineup. Absolutely. And I think today, because I, Todd, honestly, I don't think human beings change all that much nope. through the, the nope. years. <laughs> our, our wants, our needs, our desires are the same as the people who lived before us. Yeah. And any person that you know today, you would be able to find somebody 2,000 years Kinda ago like who has the same thought pattern. I can see that. So I'm not so sure that we would catch who Jesus was today because we may have our own thoughts about 
who he should be. Absolutely. I, I mean, would. you think about it today, and I'm going to get a little political here, but there are people who are so ready to jump on one political side or another because they think that matches up with who they are, you know, with the, the, the Christian faith. Yeah. Well, the Christian faith stands alone. Yeah. You know, the, the Christian faith, faith is not dependent on whether you're a liberal or a conservative, a Democrat or a Republican or, you know, or a libertarian or a constitutionalist. Or, and so we try to line up this faith that we have and we have a tendency to mix it with a great dose of our own personal bias mm -hmm. and then therefore we we project Jesus as we believe mm -hmm. he should be and we expect him to be who we believe he should be and and when he's not then something's wrong and it's either with him or he's not listening or it's with us we're just not good enough for him to hear us and, and so I do believe that there are, there is a great possibility that if he came today for his first coming, that there would be many who would miss him. The other side of that coin is there's a lot of people out there who say, you know, I'm God, here I am, you right. know, right. you need to listen to me. And people flock to him. Yeah. You know, because they're searching, they're looking. And this person says they're God, and they're they're doing these wonderful, you know, things they think. And Scripture tells us plainly, don't be deceived. And so later on, we'll, we can talk about how you can hopefully escape some of that deception. Yeah. But I, I you know, I just think of all the things that the Pharisees. Um, there, there's, I I read that there are somewhere between fifty, depending on who the writers are, to 400 prophecies about Jesus in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Depending on it, how you look at it. it depending on how you look at it, you know, through through what um, glass. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's prophecies of his lineage. There's prophecies of uh, what he will do. There's prophecies of how he will be here, you know, a virgin birth. There's, there's all kinds of prophecies, and yet it was missed mm -hmm. by a lot of people. So that's the other piece that goes through my way too literal brain right now. This presumes, so the way that Jesus came, mm -hmm. regardless of day and age, regardless right. of the year. Right. Okay. Um, the way that Jesus came would not be different. I don't think so at all. Because... As we, if you read the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew keeps ticking the check boxes, mm -hmm. and this happened to fulfill the prophecy, and this mm -hmm. happened to fulfill the prophecy, and this happened to fulfill the prophecy. So, the the reasons that the Messiah came, where he came, to who he came, when he came, would all still be intact. Mm -hmm. He would still be of the lineage of David. He mm -hmm. would still be uh, born of a virgin. He would still be born in the city of David. He would still be mm -hmm. 
Um, so, what if Jesus came today? Look at the mess. Oh that, yeah. That Bethlehem is. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know, you need to look it up. If Jesus came to Bethlehem today, whoo! Mm -hmm. And it may be. Okay, I want to be careful how I say this. Um, when I started to say it may be a different story for people. But Jesus is Jesus. Jesus isn't going to change. Yeah, Jesus is Jesus. And Jesus yeah. is going to... <laughs> when Jesus goes to the temple, yeah, there's something else there today. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, I can just hear the news media with that one. Yeah. Um, Man goes crazy <laughs> in temple. Insane Jewish rabbi yeah. appears at the temple mount. Yeah. Um, Goes crazy, crazy, and starts turning over the tables. Uh, yeah, that'd be some turning over. There'd be yeah. some, boy, there'd be some turning over yeah. at that point. So, I, if Jesus came today, would we recognize him? I think when some people think, if Jesus came today, would we recognize him? The thing that goes through their head is he would land in New York City in the United States. Yes. And he would be born yes. to some, and he would be born to some. A Hispanic couple who were very poor and had migrated here, and we'd be trying to deport them. You see that picture, mm -hmm. okay? And I understand why they go there. I get it. What they're trying to portray is, hey, you guys think that Jesus would be a member of some mega church yeah. with a bunch of rich people, and yep. that's his thing. And and they're right. He would be more likely to be in some ghetto in. New York or Chicago or Houston and he and or El Paso or Mexico City or insert place. Yeah. Um and his family would be very poor and they as they as we've already gone over they were. So if Jesus came today, no he wouldn't be any of those places. Mm -hmm. He's still Jesus. He's still the Messiah of the Jewish people. He is still of the lineage of David. He yeah. is still you know maybe he would None of the Ooh. prophecies would go away. He still has to be born in Bethlehem. Yeah. But what goes through my head is I'm thinking, you know, there are a lot of Hasidic or very Orthodox Jews in New York City, like neighborhoods of them, mm -hmm. of poor people who live in those neighborhoods. And I'm like, it, it know, could be, you know. This is kind of a, like a little side note thing, but I thought one of the greatest things portrayals in movies that I that I've ever seen is in um, uh, the Indiana Jones I think it was the first one it was the first one no maybe it was the second one when he was looking for the Holy Grail yeah, yeah. and he had to lift up one of the cups and this whole table and he's doing the math yeah <laughs> thinking in his head and he picks up there's all these beautiful you know, uh, gray, you know, cups that are well adorned with jewels and they're gold and everything. And then there's this one, like, wood one, clay one. And, and he says, no, this one would have been it. And I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. We have to recognize that who this fits. man was. Yeah. So I'm taking this way down a trail. I okay. get that. But the point is, 
Jesus born to Jesus born thirty years ago because we wouldn't be recognizing him as he was born. But as Jesus right. was born thirty years ago, um, I think it would be. I think it would be tough. I think it would be very tough for us to to recognize him as who he was. Um, but I don't think you and I would even have the opportunity hmm. to recognize him. Tell me why. Okay. We're in the United States. Yeah. He's, which wouldn't even exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where all men are created equal yeah. uh, and endowed with certain... Yeah. I get inalienable rights given yeah. to them by their creator, which we yeah. would have thought was like because Thor. we were founded. One of the reasons, <laughs> one of the reasons we were founded was because of religious persecution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we would have thought it's Thor yeah. or something. But yeah. anyway, um, I'm not trying to poo-poo the concept. What I'm trying to say is, would we? I mean, humanity. Yeah, I think that's where we have to go. Okay. Is would humanity, at least in some portion, recognize him? And I think Jesus would still be Jesus. Who did Jesus, if, if we're talking about who would recognize him, who would he have been, who would he be with today in, the, in that world? See, there's other, yeah. this other temptation. Who would Jesus be, who would the man Jesus be today if he existed in New York or Miami or Chicago? Who would he hang out with today? That the temptation is to take it there. And we'll get there. But what we're talking about is, would we recognize Jesus? I, here's the thing. The whole, one of the whole things about that is that the scripture tells us that the, that the light came into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And that the darkness basically didn't know it didn't yeah. recognize him imagine the darkness yeah. if he'd come 2,000 years later yeah um, but the other side of that is that the message did get out and it spread how yeah how but it spread through personal contact mm-hmm. and through people going and sharing the gospel and and it didn't happen like you know it wasn't like one day there was 12 and then the next day there was two and a half million. Uh, no. It had to happen over a period of time. Yeah. Um, but here's a thought that came to my mind. Because of the news media that we have today and the availability to um, information, mm-hmm. I would say that there's a, to me, there's at least a 50 50 chance that it would have spread pretty quick quickly yeah. so imagine oh. there's a guy in Palestine which is what mm-hmm. it would still be mm-hmm. um, and that guy is a Jewish rabbi who is let's walk it out I mean we just yeah. went through this in Mark where he he has started preaching and teaching as he did on the Sermon on the Mount, he starts teaching people, mm-hmm. hey, um, you've heard it said to hate your enemy 
and love those who are close to you, but I tell you to love your enemy. Mm -hmm. Pray for them. Wish them good. Uh, you've heard it said. You've heard it said. You've heard it. He goes through all these things. The sermon. Mm -hmm. His movement starts. People fo are following him. John the Baptist, this weirdo who's hanging mm -hmm. out in the river, has been yeah. baptizing people. And um, today, like there's cars and stuff, and people are coming because what would happen today with John the Baptist? He's a weirdo in a camel hair suit who eats bugs and, and honey. Well, he'd just be considered a naturalist. You know, he's, he's yeah. on the carnivore diet with some honey. <laughs> and, there, and there would be and there would people. Be thousands would, of people yeah. going to see what John's doing. Yeah. And then John tells Andrew and Peter, uh, these fishermen guys, about Jesus. He tells Andrew. Yeah. And Andrew spends a day with him. And, I mean, this doesn't, this isn't implausible. No, uh, and it, John it, to me, it's a great movement. part of the story. Right. You, you just described to me what I think is just a wonderful, great part of the story. This wasn't um, some guy from Shark Tank, you know, because I know a lot of people watch that show. But this wasn't some guy from Shark Tank who's saying, hey, there's this new guy out there. He's got this new product. You know, and it's really great, you know, and we're thinking about investing. And these are just like, like you said, this is a guy in, a, in camel hair eating grasshoppers and honey. And Someone would have started a website yeah. for him, but he would yeah. tell them that was a right. bunch of baloney yeah. and get away from me. Exactly. <laughs> and then you, then you got these two, um, I think in your travels, you, you have you ever been to like a small fishing village? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, they're very humble. They're very, they're, you know, they're not great and wonderful and you know hundred story condominiums for people to live in there there it's people who have things and everything that they have is for some type of i think of the work. guys on, up on lake erie yeah this is a whole different i mean see this has so many tendrils this has mm -hmm. so many directions to go but i mean I don't know that you and I would, people like you and I would have known, who needs to recognize him? So we rec who would you recognize Jesus? Who needs to recognize him yeah. in, because we can't change the prophecy. We can't change the way that it went down. It would have went down like this. And you can't change the, the power of the movement, mm -mm. whether it's the power in the truth or the power of God's hand, the Holy Spirit. Um, because for me, the kickoff was the Sermon on the Mount, mm -hmm. but the, how do I put this and not be flippant? The kickoff was the Sermon on the Mount, but the, the, the mm -hmm. real takeoff of the movement was Pentecost. Right. You know, and Jesus was, ain't here to be recognized at right. that point. No, bodily no. is not here to be recognized. Right, and that's that's a point where the the message to me, through the power of the Holy Spirit, catches fire. Right. No pun intended. Absolutely, but you know? but true. Yeah. So to to my point is, would you rec would we recognize Jesus today? Well, we have to remove all the fantasy layers. Yeah, he's in New York. He's in Chicago. He's at Gaston, Indiana. He's you know yeah. he, wherever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, this is not Jesus. Right. 
if that if that happens. So right, and and that's why I asked the question when we started this: Are we talking about second coming or first coming? And if we're talking about first coming, that has to happen in the, Palestine. Total specifics about that. That has to happen, and, and people can be mad at me for calling it Palestine, but that's what it was called at that point, and that's what it would be called today mm-hmm. if uh, certain things had not happened. So, played that out, right? I think, I think, I think he would be recognized by who he was recognized by. Mm-hmm. The people who, the people who needed him, who were present. And, and he would and, be shunned by those who didn't want... Can you imagine right. the Israeli government if Jesus showed up today? Yeah. <laughs> um, that might go. I think that there are people, wherever... He, when he showed up in Palestine, there would still be people who would answer the call. Absolutely. Whether it's 2,000 years ago or today, there are people that Jesus would look at and say... Follow me, and they would. They they would, because the story is, gosh, we do this so often, Todd. We take this Bible and we make it a Harry Potter. You know, the the magical, the mystical, the. Mm-hmm. But these are the. This is a story of human lives. Human beings. Yeah. And, and their interaction with God. Yeah. Yeah, and and you 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 hear Andrew saying to Peter, "Hey, this is the guy I told you about. Mm-hmm. This is him. You know, he's he's standing right here now. Take a look, because I I've seen all this, and like Peter's like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, I'll t-. and then it's like something happens, and Peter says, away from me, I I'm a you know, it clicks. He sees the him. miracles. He sees yeah. who he is. Yeah. And each time, each person is introduced to him that way. Yeah. But yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The point and is, he, it doesn't take away from the human story. Is. It does not. Absolutely. And you that know? has to be. That has to evolve. And it has to be, as a Christian, for me. I'm going to throw this out there. the The story of Jesus, the Son of God. Um. Has to go. Has to go hand in hand with the story of Jesus, the Son of Man. Has to. Yeah. You cannot separate it. You can't skip that. So part. you have to put weight to Jesus talking to the Father, talking to God, and all of the things that happens that God does and the Holy Spirit does and Jesus does. You have to hang on to that. But. You also have to hang on and put weight to he's the son of man. He faced every temptation. He dealt with these things. He talked to people. He grieved with Mary and Martha, you know, about some of the things that they were going to. He looked at his mom and he said, Mom, now it's not my time. Mm-hmm. And she gives him the mom look and, you know, and he changes the water to wine. And... You cannot separate the human story from the mystical. You can't. And that when we say, would we recognize him? I'm talking, I think the greater question that you're asking is not is would Rick recognize him? 
would Todd recognize him? Yeah. Because I don't think, no matter how you start it, during his lifetime, we would have been subjected to him. Mm-hmm. Again, this is a thought experiment. We're we're talking about first coming. Yeah. Um, but then you have to ask, who did Jesus, who did recognize him? Who did he gather with? Mm-hmm. And for me, Jesus is recognized by, it gathers with the disenfranchised, the people that no one wants to have anything to do yep. with. Yep. Um, it, uh, it was called a glutton and a drunkard because yep. he, because uh, he's the one who tells us that. So if somebody's questioning that, it's mm-hmm. Jesus who says it. Mm-hmm. And he says, because John was a weirdo and hung out in the woods and didn't, uh, and, and wore camel skin and ate bugs you guys thought he was uh bad and then i come along and i'm hanging out with people and Mm -hmm. drinking and eating and then you think i'm bad so he hung out with the disenfranchised um he he hung out with tax collectors and prostitutes and everybody freaked out about it um he um so those are the people who will accept him Mm -hmm. and those are the people he will bless and those are the people whose lives he will change um and that will begin to grow. I, I, I keep thinking, would we recognize him? Uh, can you see Lester Holt um, on NBC News <laughs> talking about there's a there's a there's a little town uh, called there in the in the little town of Capernaum, just north of the the the, the Sea of Galilee uh, or the Lake of Gennesaret. Um, there was a weird event last night. Yeah. Um, and so I think things would get out different. But I still don't think we would pay t- I don't think we would give it. I don't think we would recognize him as the son of God. There'd be a lot of noise and a lot of thunder around what he's doing. And he wouldn't be able to stay as, I don't know, he could do whatever he wants to. But I think it would be pretty hard for him to stay as covered as hidden as he stood as he stayed for a while we go through those periods of time at the beginning of his ministry and then we talk about uh i'm talking about all the time he he went through his rock star phase where Mm -hmm. suddenly everybody knows him Mm -hmm. and he's walking into towns be like is that the dude i think i think that's the dude and they're just um so i think his rock star phase would come much quicker Mm -hmm. if he allowed it to Mm -hmm. um but I don't think it changes who would have recognized him, who would have subjected themselves to him, who would have bowed to him and made him Lord of their life. And I don't think it would have grown a I whole think, lot different. I think it would be I think it would be just as you said, but I think that there are also people out there who would be afraid by that because when you talked about oh, yeah. the disenfranchised um, look he he talked with a woman who had been married several times yeah told her divorcee you know <laughs> um, he talked with uh, people who the uh, the Jews of the time looked at with scorn and you know in the same way that people today might look at somebody from any other country if it's if it's not your country then it's you know 
are they really worth your time? Yeah. Um, he talked to the prostitutes. He talked to the 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 tax collectors, and we we think a tax. I I think about it today, and you think of a tax collector, and okay, people don't like tax collectors. People don't like lawyers. People don't like used car salesmen. You know, and we kind of use them as the the butt of every joke. But he was hanging around with people that people don't like. Yeah. If and we that think can of, be scary, yeah, for for some folks. I I, I want to the thought real quick. That means that there are people that you see every day that you that humanity makes fun of. And thinks they're weird and thinks they're strange and why are they talking that way why are they dressing that way why are they doing it? Mm-hmm. those are the ones that Jesus would say hey come hang out yeah let's go have a drink not the let's people, go get some pizza not the people who are in the church who he and he said this very plainly it's I didn't come for the the healthy yeah. you know it's not the healthy who need a doctor it's the sick yeah I think we would be I think the the Jewish church, which is what we're talking about, would exist. Yeah. First. I think what we're talking about is they would have shunned the fact that he... Uh, I mean, let's just talk about modern day people. Let's just name mm-hmm. names. I'm going to call names. He would have sat with trans people and gay people. Yep. And, and open that door, man, because I'll walk and through it with and you. And he'd have been all up in that. Yep. I'm not saying he'd have been trans or he'd have been gay. I'm not saying that he'd have said that was the plan. You know, the original plan was yeah. that. No, I'm not oh. saying that. What I'm saying is he would have loved on them, and he wouldn't have been. You can come, except you can't wear your dress. You can yeah. come, except you have to dress like a girl. You you can come, except you can't bring your boyfriend. Or you can the come, divorcee. Or the the woman who had an abortion, or the drunkard who's lost everything, or the adulterer, or the, or alt- the adulterer, or come on, come 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 on, let's come just on. sit down. Yeah. And have, let's sit down and have yeah. some pizza. Let's yeah. let's talk about what you did today. Let's talk about the time you went to the dance. Let's talk about and no matter how uncomfortable that might make us feel, I'm saying us, so I can keep paying a use a broad stroke here if it makes you uncomfortable to think that the son of God loves all of his creation then it's not them who's got the problem you need to go back and read this yeah I just encourage you just read the gospels yeah who is that dude yeah who is Jesus because he's the the one yeah because he's the one and that's one of the things I think I was going to bring that up that's one of the things i think that might get him noticed because he was willing to hang out with the way the media is now yeah it might be one of the things that really gets him well there's this guy who's calling people of all backgrounds you know the uh, all communities and, and and i'm talking about the um well I could the list could be a mile long. Yeah. But he's the cool thing he also called us cuz 
brother or sister, if you're listening out there, we've got our own baggage. Oh, uh, we've we got do. our own mess. We don't we wear just, it on our outside. We just hide it. Yeah, we don't carry it around. Yeah. Yeah. So, as, we, as I walked through this, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot that would change. Would the church, would, would, would Israel, would the Jewish church recognize him as the Messiah if he came today? And I don't think it's any different than it would have been. I, I don't either, Todd. And the only reason is because of what the prophecies say. I mean, yeah. the prophecies say that he would be scorned, that yeah. he would be beaten, that he would be He, he would be crucified. mocked or rejected. Yeah, yeah. That he would be rejected. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and I also don't think, um, as it is today, as it was then. I mean, frankly, he would be a political nightmare mm-hmm. today. Now, would the Palestinian people be living in the West Bank and in Gaza? Well, they were all Palestinian people. At this point, if Jesus is first coming, first coming, no Muhammad. Because Muhammad testifies to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no Muhammad yet. All right, no, no Islamic faith. Yeah. At that point, again, this is a thought experiment. We're not saying that it's evil or wrong or none of that. We're just saying just thought experiment. But what you do have is the people of Samaria. Maybe you probably still have the Samarians. Mm-hmm. You have still have that division. What was Jesus' treatment of the Sumerians? He treated them very well. Mm-hmm. In fact, he said, you know, he gives two examples, the, the woman at the well yeah. and then uh, the, the good Samaritan. Right. And he's talking about it from that perspective. So I think we can look at that as well. So here's a thought. Okay. So the other thing that this boiled down to for me was Jesus is here. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I got all philosophical on you. No, I'm gonna get all go, philosophical go, on you. Go ahead. The body of Christ exists today in the church. We are called repeatedly the body of Christ mm-hmm. in Scripture. Right? It says we are supposed to be the ones going and making disciples of all nations, mm-hmm. baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the, and of the Holy Spirit. That's Jesus' discussion on the way out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I'm going to go and be with the Father, and you should be happy about that. That's great, because yeah. I'm there a- advocating for you. Yeah. But y'all got this. You are my, you are um, and we go through many iterations in the in in, in the uh, 14 through 17 of John of, of Jesus saying basically, "You are me. You'll do greater things than I have." Mm-hmm. So, uh, just as one, so First so Corinthians, just as just as a, as a body, though one has many parts, it um, but all. Its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we are all baptized by one Spirit, so that to form one body, whether Jews, Gentiles, slaves, or free, we are all given one Spirit to drink. Uh, 
Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Um, and, and then in Romans, for as in one body, we are all members. I mean, it just goes through this over and over and over and over and over and over again. What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is this. Is the body of Christ recognizable? Do people today recognize oh, him? Oh, man. There's a... He's here, supposedly, in the body of the church. I'm going to answer that question with a definitive yes and no. <laughs> I'm going to absolutely yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there are people... I just had a conversation yesterday with a young man who I had an opportunity, a wonderful opportunity, to walk with him in life. Um, and he was dealing with a very powerful heroin addiction mm. uh, to the point that the last time, well, the last time I saw him in his addiction, his skin was gray. His teeth were gone, his face was drawn, his eyes were sunken, and I can remember looking at Mary as we left him and saying, if something doesn't change, it's going to be days before he's dead. Yeah. The next time I heard from him, he sent me a text message and said, hey man, I've been clean for six months. You know, I'm, I'm doing really well. I just wanted you to know. So I saw him yesterday. And he has, looks amazing. Skin pink and eyes bright. And um, he, he's had some dental work done. And he's picked up probably 60 pounds. And he's married. And he's working six days a week. And... and the, and I say all that to say, and the thing that he said, the only thing that made the difference in his life is he said to me, I started following Jesus. And we had talked a million times, he and I, mm -hmm. about the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, but it came to that time when he had to make the decision to see to open his eyes to the and he said every day I live by grace man he said every day he said I am around <laughs> drugs every day he's a construction worker he said I am around drugs every day yeah he said but the thing that's cool is he said it, and it's just he said I, I I know it's just God's hand it has to be he said even my boss is flying a guy in from another another area where this construction company works in a different state he said he's flying this guy here to come and talk to me because he knows that this guy needs help with his drug Whoa. issues and Whoa. and he said and it's, it's all the Lord man he said I, I, I get a chance to to help somebody every day he said I'm in a good place mm -hmm. and I mean like I mean I'm getting some chills now so when I answered and said yes and no, I believe that there are people who would see and recognize. I believe that today, as we as the body of Christ, there are people who see and recognize that 
I, I need the Lord. Not that we're any better, not that we're any different, not that we don't carry our own baggage. I want to make that perfectly clear. But I do believe that there are people who would see that grace has touched that person, and I need grace to touch me. Yeah. But I also believe that, no, there would people who would not see, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't have a clue um, whose fault is that. What happened with the, the actual first coming is the same. Yeah, yeah. There were people who knew better. Yep. Who knew what he was supposed to be? Who, like we said at the beginning, like you said at the beginning of this, who had studied this thing, and yep. knew where all the T's were crossed and the I's were dotted, and yep. knew the path he was supposed to come down and what he was going to look like and where he came from and all the stuff. They knew all of it, and didn't see him. But yet he didn't hit that one thing yeah. that I think he should be. He hit. 99 other things but he didn't hit that one thing that so i I can't buy it you know i hear people doing that kind of stuff um today yeah you know i believe in god but not church i don't want anything those i don't want anything to do with those people you know well i have a friend who was hurt by the church yes that happens and i i i'm so sorry it does It, it, it does it breaks my heart that it does that somebody, but that was a, a one. That was one human broken human being hurting another broken human being. There's a whole other, whole other topic. No, it is. There's a whole other topic that goes to my head on that, and it's like, yeah. How, have you ever had anybody that you knew or heard of who got hurt by drugs? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, are you still using them? Yeah. yeah well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, in fact, you keep going I, back to that. That guy yesterday told me. He said, "I said, how's your mom doing?" I said, "She supported. She did everything she could to help you." And he said, "Yeah." He, and he said it even got to the point where she was like that close. And he illustrated that close to giving up. Yeah. And he, and he said, "You know what? She should have given up years before that." But anyway. So to me, this is a, okay. a very fun thought experiment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think what it does, what I hope it does, well, what it did for me, it made me overthink it. It made me step back and go, no, wait a minute. If Jesus is Jesus mm-hmm. and he's going to come back today and we're going to recognize him, then he has to come back through the prophecies. He has to yep. do all the stuff. And Matthew makes that very clear. Check, check the checkbox, check the yeah. all the prophecies, all the stuff, right? Um, he has to do those things. But he also has to be Jesus. Mm-hmm. And there's so much that gets flipped, but it's a fun thought experiment. But I think the biggest thing at the end that, that hit me was we are Jesus. We are the body of Christ. We are, we are Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm like trying to start a cult tomorrow. If you could <laughs> join me, you can find my email address right here. We are the body of Christ. Yes, Plainly and clearly, we are the body of Christ. Yeah. The question that we have to ask ourselves, I think the big question is, are we recognizable as Jesus? Yeah. And the only way we can be recognizable as Jesus is we started through what did Jesus do? We have to do what he did. He says this mm-hmm. over and over again. If you, well, he says in John, in the middle of John, as he's 
saying he's telling the fellows he's leaving. He's if, if you love me, you will follow my commandments. If you mm -hmm. love me, you will do what I have been doing. Yeah. And then he says they will know you because you love each other. So here's my question: Do we, the church, love each other, or are we too busy? battling over three more congregants to sit in our benches and give to the tithe. Is that our, have we gotten to the point where yeah. we're so focused on our theology and our systematic concept of how, whether, you know, one's mm -hmm. forgiven, not forgiven, eat unleavened bread, yeah. drink actual, whoever, whatever. Are we so tied up in the minutia like the Jews were of his day that we left the God thing on the porch out there somewhere because we're doing the cool churchy stuff. Or are we recognizable as Jesus who, whose concern was not with the, the as he says to them, like, hey, you guys are tithing down to the, your spice shelf, dude. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying don't do that, but I'm saying you need to get your head in the game and do what your Father in Heaven has for you. Mm -hmm. Take care of the poor. Love on people. So, are we, as we mentioned, what did Jesus do? He spent his time with the disenfranchised. When's the mm -hmm. last time you ate some lunch at your local mission and sat with some dude who smelled funny mm -hmm. and just talked to him about his wife and kids, not about whether he smelled funny or he needed Jesus? When's the last time that you ate a pizza with your grandson who you really think has crushed his life and is hurting other people? When's the last time you just went and sat and had some pizza with him and let him mm -hmm. feel like a human being again? When's the last time that you uh, went and and loved on the weird? You know, when's the last time that you decided to put down your uh, hatred of queer people? And I use that because that's where we're at. Just get yeah. over it, right? Yeah. When's the last time you decided to put down your hatred of queer people and recognize that 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 person who used to be Joellen, who now calls herself Joe, does a darn good job and always has. Yeah. And she makes funny jokes. And she makes a darn good buffalo chicken dip for the get together. When when's the last time you could care about her and her kid or or her partner and just treated them like human beings. So I guess what I'm saying is, is in order to be recognizable, in order for us to recognize Jesus who is existing today in the body of Christ, we got to act like him. Yep. The hard, weird parts. The parts that make you uncomfortable. Well, preacher, I'm not a preacher. I can't do, I can't preach and tell this. No, you know what? Here's the That's, that's the biggest yeah, here's the toughie. Out. Yeah, here's the toughie. Eat yeah. some pizza. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's Smile at them when they say something funny. Yeah. You know, don't you don't have to be all weird and high and mighty, um, and don't expect them to change on your time frame. In fact, don't expect them to change at all. Yeah. And Jesus sat with them and loved on them, and he didn't have to be them. Anyway, is would we recognize Jesus? Yeah. Well, Jesus, part of the body of Jesus, are you recognizable? That's my question. That, that's a good question that we could throw out there. Yeah. Are, are you, you recognizable? Rec yeah. Is your church, because so many of you are churchgoers, is your church recognizable as Jesus? Are you recognizable yeah. as Jesus? Yeah. If somebody came to you 
that right now in your mind comes to your thought and say, and you know that that's somebody that you just don't want to deal with and came to you and said, hey, I, I, I just need to talk. Would you give them your time? Would you give them your, your love? Would you give them value as a human being? Or would you walk away? That seems to me to be the big magic trick that yep. Jesus did. Yep. He just sat down with some lady who was sitting by a well. Yeah. Said, hey, could I get a drink? Had a conversation. Just had a talk. Yeah. He didn't tell her, you're awesome. I just love, why don't you just get you another man? That's kind of fun. I'd enjoy watching that. Yeah. And this is, he didn't have to, he just talked to yeah. her. Treat her like a human. So, anyway. Yep. That's all I got. One last question. Would we rec will we recognize him when he returns? Well, that's another. That's a whole I'll other just conversation. Leave it at that. That's we a whole other conversation. Right <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, let, how, that's a whole other conversation. Jesus says, "Yeah, we can leave it there." Yeah. But I okay. Think, I think so. All right. Thanks, Todd Brown. Yeah. Hey guys, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Yeah. Um, if you liked it, like it. Uh, if you uh, want to see uh, or hear from us when we uh, are back around, um, then uh, click that subscribe button or the follow button or whatever your format has. Uh, we really appreciate it. It helps us a lot uh, to know whether we ought to just keep doing this. This will have a life, uh, mm -hmm. and we want to know whether we should keep doing this or not. Um, and the way we know is whether or not people watch and pay attention to what's going on. Uh, you will know them by their fruit, right? You guys have a great rest of your day. Uh, we hope that uh, things are going well in your world, and uh, you take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.